and <clears throat> from Gibran and the Awakened Soul, he who endeavors to cleave the body from the spirit or the spirit from the body is directing his heart away from truth. The flower and its fragrance are one, and the blind who deny the color and the image of the flower, believing that it possesses only a fragrance vibrating the ether, are like those who pinch nostrils, who believe that flowers are not but pictures of colors, posing no fragrance, possessing no fragrance. So I guess that means it's okay to stink <laughs> or smell. Because <laughs> then you're alive. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I was very aware in meditation of this action of the teacher and the disciple and uh, that true unfolding movement of spirit and how that works spiritually as well as into the world and all that we're doing here, this pathway we call sound and light, soul liberation, the living word, the audible life stream, all of that. And it's, it's nice to hear the details and at the same time, I'm always watching and amused, I guess I'd have to say, that it's so easy to get caught up in the words and lose our focus of the actual essence of what the words are sharing about. So the key, and I really enjoyed the meditation today because I really experienced more of that essence of spirit that is this pathway beyond the words. And that really is the key in this action that we're doing here in Interlight Ministries is really that true essence of spirit. That's the real pathway. That's the true teacher. I know Jim and I have said it over and over, Brian, Jim, we're not the teacher. It really is that true form of the Holy Spirit we often refer to as the radiant form or that word made flesh. I don't even want to call it made flesh. It's really the word uses the body or the flesh as a vehicle to share in this world. But if you notice, even in the sharing in the world, that in listening to what we may share here, how you experience that inside of yourself, do you notice a movement at the seat of the soul? Do you see or hear or feel that greater essence of spirit as we're physically speaking? You know how Jim's referred to, it's the voice of the shepherd? Well, yeah, there is that physical voice, but it is truly that sound or frequency of spirit that comes into and rides through the voice into the world. And that's how we can begin to recognize the teacher, is that frequency that does move upon the voice, which in a sense we could call and not a reflection of the sound. You've also heard a share that in initiation, when we give you those names of God, the words physically that we speak to you, we always say, are not the true voice or the true sound or the true name of God. 
but they are a reflection into this world of that name. But when we share those, or when we speak, that essence, that truth of the Holy Spirit does ride upon the words. So when we share those sacred names in initiation, it is that truth of the Holy Spirit, the essence of Spirit itself, that rides on those names and is anchored in your consciousness when you receive them. That's why as you chant these words within yourself, it begins to build that frequency that came in on those words as they were shared with you. Have you noticed that for those of you who have received initiation? We're even doing a hue, we're on a hue. Have you noticed as you chant that within, a movement, an experience, the inner light? I know to this day some people still wonder, well, I know I hear you guys talk about this, but I haven't seen you inside yet. But you always hear Jim and I say, our form is not the true spiritual teacher. The radiant form, the master form, the essence of the Holy Spirit is the teacher. That's the light and the sound. And you hear us often talk about the purple light, the blue light, the golden white. That's the greater form of the spiritual teacher. And the nice thing about that is that form is kind of almost formless because it just moves around, not even taking a particular shape, although it can. It's almost more of a formless, but it'll take form if need be. It can take the form and appear as myself or Jim because that's often how we can relate to this action. And that's the key here is that relationship that we have spiritually, teacher to disciple. It's not personality to personality. It's that radiant inner form, the spiritual form relating to your spiritual form, the soul. That's the true relationship here. So it's not your personality either. It's not your ego structure. It's not your expression into the world. It's the beingness of who you are that true divine spark that is God's loving, we call the soul. So this journey, this pathway, this experience is about your soul with the Holy Spirit or God. Not all this stuff in the world, not these words, not the physical experiences, but you, the soul, with God's loving. That's the relationship here. And it is through that sacred name, the true name inside the Holy Spirit, that we call that voice of God, the sound and the light. That's the real relationship. That's the experience we're going for. That's what we want to come to know inside, in spirit. It doesn't matter if you have a relationship physically with Jim or I or not. It doesn't matter one bit. All that matters is that you receive that sacred name and you meditate upon that name. And that's where 
the true inner relationship is to be developed. Be aware of that. Spend time in meditation because that's you spending time with God and developing that relationship. We don't want you to develop the relationship out here with the personality. We want you to take the time to develop the inner relationship in the formless, beyond the personality. The time together we have in this world, it can be wonderful and it can be horrible. But the relationship in spirit is always wonderful because spirit is wonderful. It really is. Wouldn't you rather have that than trying to get something in the world? Don't seek our approval. Don't seek the physical teacher's approval, whether they like you or not, whether you spend time or not. Seek the inner connection. Develop that relationship because that's where you're going to get the fullness. I've done this myself and I've seen others do it with us where they seek that outer connection. Sometimes getting joyful and other times getting disappointed because you didn't get the attention you wanted physically. It's not worth putting in the time or effort to do that in this level. But it is worth putting in the time and effort in meditation to do that in spirit. Not seek approval or get attention, but to pay attention and be involved in the inner relationship. Now, if it helps you in meditation, begin to visualize my or Jim's form because it helps to develop that relationship inside of you with the Holy Spirit because you may not know or understand it. If it's just that purple light, it seems so neutral. And I know most of you see that or do from time to time. But yet there doesn't seem to be a whole lot there other than a little bit of movement or something. So we often seek something more tangible. And that's where the personality or form appears more tangible. That seems easier to grasp or take hold of. There's something there we can relate to. And that's okay. That's why spirit will often use the form because spirit knows we need something to relate to to begin to open up to the greater formless. The formlessness of spirit is the greater oneness. The pure living loving essence does not have form. It simply takes on form as it moves into expression in this world of reflection. And so it'll take on a form that we can relate to, to assist us to move through these worlds of form and shape time and space. And that form will bring us along the journey to experience the world of form and shape. But it will also lead us beyond this world, the individualized form of expression, 
and bring us into the soul realm, but then into the realm of spirit where we truly now begin to move even beyond the individualized form of the divine spark, the soul, and move into that greater ocean we speak of where we, the soul, truly, as a divine drop, merge back into the ocean of loving, into the formless. That's the greater nature in relationship. That's the greater experience and destination, if we can call it that, of this path to sound and light. Go for that. And don't worry so much about the details or the forms or what we experience along the way. Because as long as you keep looking and listening for that loving, regardless of how it appears, you will always be on track because the loving always leads you to the source of itself. That's the true radiant form. That's the true spiritual teacher is that loving that leads you to the source of itself, to the greater experience, into the formlessness where it all is, the oneness. So don't worry so much how spirit appears to you in this physical consciousness. If you are chanting those sacred names, if the intention within you is loving and awakening to the greater fullness of God, knowing the truth of who you are, it's going to unfold. Even if you still go through crappy experiences, it's still unfolding. Even if your life seems miserable or horrible, if you still have that love within you and that's your goal, your intention, you're on track. You don't have to question or worry because you're having a bad day. Bad days come in this world for everybody, including those that are awake and are already one with God. They still have bad days too. That's where acceptance comes in. Accept the bad with the good. That's the key to assist yourself to move into the formless where all there is is the good. Just take out one O, right? And you have God from good. Now my mind's playing. So if we take bad, let's see, if we take out the B, we would have add. Oh, okay. So add God. Keep that always to focus. I know, it's pretty bad. <laughs> That's the fun part, because my mind will jump in at times. But here's another thing, actually. I'm glad this is showing up, because our minds always jump in. It's just what we do. But that doesn't have to distract us from the flow of spirit, from the essence of spirit. Spirit accepts and allows it all. That's why it's all simultaneous multidimensionally, simultaneously, all at once, in the moment. Just allow it. Stop beating yourself up. If you think you're caught in your mind, the emotions, imagination, or body. Well, spirit's in all that too. 
who you are as spirit is experiencing all that simultaneously, it's all okay. There's no reason or need to judge it or make it wrong. Even when you're centered in a great flow of loving, you're still experiencing all these other realms too. If you're here in the body, you're experiencing. Part of this journey is embracing. That's the loving. All these different aspects of the physical or worldly self. Because that's what spirit does. It embraces. It accepts. It brings in. That's what oneness is. Oneness isn't getting rid of, separating. It's bringing in. So as we learn to bring in through spirit, all of our experiences merge into the oneness. And that's the liberation. That's where we find the freedom is when we allow ourselves to merge all of it into the oneness within our own beingness. The funny thing is, all the stuff we want to get rid of, as we love it and merge it into our beingness, it actually dissolves into the beingness because that which is of the world that is reflection or illusion dissolves because it was never real to begin with. There's no truth to it. So as we take the illusion and bring it into the truth, it disappears. And all that remains is the truth. That's a big action of this pathway. There's a part of me trying to find a new word we could work with besides forgiveness. Because I think so many of us have looked at forgiveness as trying to release, let go of, or get rid of those things that cause hurt, pain, separation. That's why I like to talk more about acceptance or embracing. Because truly, if we forgive, we do accept. And when we accept, it brings the loving into. And in that, the lessons, the karmas are fulfilled because that's what loving does. But it only can do it as we allow it to. There's freedom of choice. The choices we make either allow or shut off, or block. And so, we keep perpetrating the illusion. We keep allowing it to live on. When we choose the reflection, the illusion, instead of spirit, we just are making a choice to keep living the illusion of the world. That's why as we keep coming back inside and choosing the loving, going inside, doing the meditation, that it creates a space that allows the forgiveness, that allows the acceptance, that allows the illusion, the karmas to be fulfilled. And no longer do we have to work at it. Rather, 
just love it. You want freedom of expression? This is how you find it. This is how you discover the true freedom of expression. I'm not talking about in this physical world. I'm talking about the true freedom of expression spiritually. That freedom. We really want freedom of expression. We have to create the space and allow ourselves to express the freedom. And that's nothing that has to do with this world. It's nothing we can fight for. It's nothing we can make happen. It's nothing to do with the Constitution and the amendments and all that here in the U.S. Those are all outer expressions. So stop fighting the world and for your rights. Well, it's my right. Well, if you've got a right, then you just created a left. Something to punch the right with from the left. Let it all go. Accept it. Why? Why does God allow this? Why do I have to go through this? Just accept it, and maybe you'll finally begin to discover the perfection of it all. I'm not kidding. The politics these days, the economy these days, the end of the world coming up here in, what, three years or so? What the hell can you do about it anyway if the world blows up? Might as well accept it. Might be less painful. When we stop trying to change the world and let the world just do what the world does is when we finally save ourselves, free ourselves, begin to really experience the peace, the joy, the loving, the awakening that we're seeking. Somebody comes up to you and wants to argue to prove how they're right, just smile at them. Just say I love you within yourself and just smile. Nod your head. What is that line? I understand. That's a good one, right? I understand. It's a great line if you don't want to argue. But it's also a demonstration of acceptance that you accept other people's processes, points of view, opinions. Don't fight with it. Everybody's got their opinion, their process, their point of view. Just accept it and let it be. You don't have to take it on. You don't have to make it wrong. And you don't have to prove or defend your point of view either. Let yours be what it is as well. Just let it be. We only run into problems when we try to prove or demonstrate in the world our expression, what we think is right. This is the way it's supposed to be done. That's what everybody else is thinking too. Have you noticed that? (coughs) 
See, that's getting into the individualized personality expressions. And where I started, the true spiritual teacher even, only uses the expression of the individuality of this physical consciousness, just as your soul uses the individualized personality expression that you are using. It's all the same. Start accepting these things. Let go of the fight and the struggle. It's up to you to let life become simpler and easier. As you do it, your life does get simpler and easier. And if your life is not simple and easy, just look to yourself. And if you don't know what to do with it, and you go inside even asking spirit for guidance, I'll tell you what, approaching spirit that way is not going to change your problems very much. Because it's still focused on the world. Go inside to be with God. Go inside, develop that relationship. And forget about the world. Forget about your problems. Forget about changing anything about yourself or anything or anybody in the world. And just be with God. And then see what happens. That's the easy path. That's the simple path. And that's the path. This whole thing of the path of least resistance, that's the path of least resistance. If you let go of your resistance, because there is no resistance in spirit. As we allow that, that's when we truly begin to change or transform on the inside. And from that place, maybe the world will change your little world, and maybe it won't. But then you may begin to discover that when you live in that place inside of you, it won't matter so much if the world changes or not because you begin to realize how temporary this world is just in this body, let alone even the life cycle of the planet itself where life forms can even exist and experience here. Those are just details again. Just details. Individualized forms. When we truly let go of the form and go for the formless is when we begin to find the greater liberation and the freedom of the soul. And then we just allow the forms to do what they will. No control, no attachment, no direction. Just formless beingness, purity of loving. And that is always on purpose, always is directed, always has intention, 
always focused, aware beingness. No question, no wonder, no worry, no doubt, no fear. Just beingness, experiencing these expressions of the forms, enjoying the ride, the entertainment, the experiences that come with the forms. Let it be easy. You can't really stop it anyway. But if you try, it just causes pain and greater separation. That's how we know when we're really caught up in the individualized expression. So let it all go. Don't even try to forgive or change or get rid of. Just let go, focus inside at the seat of the soul, back into the loving, and just go for that. That's the simple way. That's the easy way. Just go for that because as you do and as you move into that, you live into that, you experience that, and then your life becomes that. And all the other just begins to dissolve, to take care of itself. You get free of it because you leave it alone. There's nothing to do with it. It's just experience. It's just an experience. You don't have to do anything with the experience. You just experience it. That's it. It's just to experience, not to do anything with the experience. That's a state of neutrality, of observation, of acceptance, of unconditional loving. Go for that. So to live as an initiate, as a disciple, is first and foremost having God first and foremost. And how do we do that? Simply by holding our attention at the seat of the soul. And then, in addition to that, holding the repetition of that sacred name within so that we have the sound and the light. That's it. That's the simplicity of being a disciple. And then the rest, just experience, just observe, just move through life. But in all of your experiences, just keep participating with the divine. And that's how you get free of it all. That's how you get liberated from all the attachments, the entanglements, the illusions of the world. It's just repetition. It's just longevity. It's just hanging in there so that you just keep moving through it all. The longer you can do this, the longer you can hold your attention on the divine, 
the easier it gets. It becomes the new way, the new pattern, the new habit. And the more you begin to know the truth of spirit. So stop seeking all the forms of expression and simply seek the formless. And everything you ever wanted or didn't want is fulfilled and handled according to the truth of your soul's journey. Thy will be done. 